Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host again this week, Rich Polly, and joining me is Ben Hibbert. Hello there. Hi mate, how's it going? Yeah, not so bad. And how's your chicken satay? Delicious? It's good. I was actually just munching them some when you were... You introduced me. I'm sure you did it out of spite because you usually leave the glass. After well, you just end. you just told me that you that you were taking something out of the oven, so I was like, of course I'm going to go to you first. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today is Liam Baker. Buenos dias. Have you managed to stop your dog from drinking Bailey's yet? Uh, that was the cat. Oh, it was the cat. Fair it's enough. White Bailey's, and he's got a thing for milk, so I poured it into the glass and he tried to put his head in it. Did you drink it from a shoe, like old Greg? I'm out, Greg. <laughs> I wanted to say the next bit, but I best not. I've no idea. <laughs> I've no idea what you two are talking about, so I'm going to move it's along. All about, it's all about the crack fox. <laughs> oh, that was the worst series. Oh, is it Mighty Bush? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. But I think that's enough said about that because that's a surrealist hole that we don't need to spiral down into. But if anyone um... has nothing to watch, go watch the Mighty Bush. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, and also joining us today is, um, I'm trying to think the best way to introduce you, it's the Lee Jower himself, it's Louis Leong. Hello there. Is, is, are, are you the Lee Jower? Is that is that accurate? Chief Jower? High, high producer sure, of week. awesome things in general? Uh, yeah, sure. This week anyway. Um, I, I, <laughs> Just I, this I, I is the only time I do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I randomly came up with Putini as a thing. And uh, it kind of stuck. So now I have a website called Putin. Oh, cha-ching. Get, get, get the name drops in from the start. <laughs> Keep them coming. Keep them, line them up. <laughs> every sentence, if you don't plug something, every sentence, Louis, we're going to just edit you out. It's got to be every sentence you've got to plug something because you've got so oh, much now to plug. Oh, it's hard work. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna catch up with Louis in a little bit just about some of the initiatives that he's he's got going on at the minute. Um or should we should we do Louis first and then talk about X Wing events? Let's do yeah. Louis first while you're here. Why not? Let's go. So um so we had you on just around about a year ago, probably a little bit less. Um where you were talking it's to us. Yeah. Uh, roughly, roughly. Um you were talking to us about your the Mandalorian store champs kit that you put together uh, for the community. Um, you know, we bought a couple, we ran a bunch of events with them. I think we've still got some stuff left because they're such generous kits. Um, they were amazing. We've, you know, we've got those um, Gar Saxon charge tokens and best cars and things still floating about that we, we yeah, dish out. Great, to, to new oh yeah, they're really cool. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so, and I know a load of people did them. Um, you've created now your second store kit to coincide with the Battle of Yavin coming out. Is that right? Yes. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a funny story. We we did do the uh, the Mando kit way, well, start of the year, I think it was. Um, and yeah, those were a great success. People loved them, which was obviously a bit surprising, but also gratifying. Um, we we did really well with, especially the best card tokens that you mentioned. I think everyone loved those best card tokens. They were mm -hmm. by far and away everyone's favorite piece, which was which was great. Um, yeah, and I thought, well, the, the main reason I did it was because I personally wanted to see more OP. Like I'm, I'm very much a, I love X-Wing because of the events that I go to, uh, the tournaments and, and that kind of thing. And they'd kind of died off a bit of a death. And I noticed over the COVID lockdown period that a lot of TOs around the world basically were, were trying to buy some of the random bits, you know, metal 
alt-art cards that I made in the past to support the tournaments. So I had that sort of crazy idea. What if I help create a whole tournament kit um, complete with you know, alt-art participation cards, um, top 16 prizes, top four, and then a challenge coin for the winners. Mm-hmm. Um, and people loved it. So I sold a lot of them, uh, spent a lot of time packing boxes. I think I, I, I printed... Uh, must be about 3,500 Fenral Altart cards. I don't know who's got them all, but probably a few of you got doubles of them. <laughs> um, and, and they did really well. And people immediately said, well, where's the next one? So <laughs> that, that kind of set a bit of, of pressure. And I think the, the next thing we turned to was, uh, or I turned to, was the, the objective tokens. Yes. Which I prepared some for the UK Nationals. Uh, that was at the time, the only UK world qualifier, and it was obviously a big thing. Uh, quite a lot of the 186 were, were going to go. So I did 186 squadron metal objective markers. Um, and we, I think we had like 11 people from the squadron going. And I made enough for everyone to give one to each opponent throughout the day, which actually meant that cumulatively we had enough sets to go around for everybody at the event. So hopefully everyone, or almost everyone, walked away with um, some of those tokens, which is great. I still no, you, use mine. You, you've got them, Ben, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It I was uh, showing off with them when I first got back. I know. It was crazy. Like, Because there's a guy who started coming to X-Wing up at Element who works at um, an engraving place. Um, and he was um, fooling about with like balsa wood tokens with felt backing on them. Um, and we kind of got a stack of some people bought the three mil acrylic objective tokens that like cog and, and by the same token and places like that are doing. Um, mm. And we put those up and then we stacked five of them. We stacked five of the cardboard ones that come in the epic battle set next to them. Um, so they are about two and a half mil, two, two to two and a half mil each. And then we stacked uh, Matt's balsa wood ones with the felt backing on them. And they were like one and a half to two mil each. So we like we had this thing. And then Ben turns up with these three razor thin things that basically given a little bit of enthusiasm, you could probably turn them into a shiv in a prison or some, you know, some some sort of <laughs> they're so thin. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny. When I when I posted and and I'm I was about to mention the um, the holocron icons. Um yeah. The holocron ones that i did uh, when i first posted them on facebook i got a takedown notice from facebook saying i'm not allowed to advertise weapons yes because they're thin thin yeah, metal things apparently. yeah so facebook i didn't even know by the way i didn't even know i completely missed the advert for those because i don't frequent the groups um at the minute with uh, uh well then with work stuff i wasn't kind of on facebook through the day so i, I missed um the oh plus also zuckerberg's algorithms are wonky and they hate me um and i went looking a little while ago and i was like oh what are these oh it's louis making those why did i not know about those i'd have bought some of those for this oh he sold out right okay never mind uh, so like the holocron ones look amazing the 186 ones look amazing the xtc ones that you did for the xtc teams i mean they are just phenomenal things of absolute beauty like i've got the black set and we've got the gold set because ireland made the final and I was going to put the black set in as a bit of prize support at an event. I can't remember which one or I hadn't decided um, for the black and silver ones. And then I realized that they've got different art on them to the finalist ones. So now I have to keep both sets. Have you and noticed like, what the art on those are? The which? The art on those. Yeah. You, you did notice what they're, what they're depicting, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh no, no, I yeah, a hundred percent. It's like um, I'm, I want to pull them out now and go through just to prove that I actually know which the <laughs> what, what spaceship battles they were part of. But yeah, it's oh, like the, you know. Missing, yeah. So the the prizes that we got for the XTC, have you got them? Yeah, I should have a set, but I haven't currently got them because I'm presuming they've gone to Ollie. Is, Ol- is Ollie sitting on them like a little oh, pile of treasure? Probably. Right. I'm seeing him soon, there, so. Ollie is kind of infamous, and I know he listens to this, and he'll just nod his head and go, I am infamous, but he's infamous for things go into Ollie's pit of Ollie, and then they never come back out again. He's not, you know, through, him, that's what he's doing. It's, it's not malicious, it's just, you know, one of those things that, that happens when people forget to bring stuff back. Right, I'm it trying to find really, and it's a bit. It's a bit like when a painting goes into National Gallery, right? It's like the longer Ollie holds on to these things for you, the more value they're going to accrue. Basically, okay. basically true. So, anyway, XTC, all of the participants got five black and silver things, right? And they say XTC 2022 on the back, and they've got a whole bunch of ship silhouettes. And then there is Exegol with the Resistance fleet. There is Poe Dameron killing a whole load of TIE fighters with uh, another T, couple of T-70s zooming around. So that's from Force Awakens? No, second one. No, first one. It is. It's Force Awakens. Um, then you've got the Separatists against the Naboo Starfighters from the F- Fan- no, Phantom Menace. It'll be Phantom Menace if yep. it's in Naboo. And then you've got um, Han flying through the asteroid field away from the bombers and the TIE Fighters. And, you know, the silhouettes of the ships are beautiful. Then, then different to that, the finalist set, the, the five finalist set, you've got Death Star... Is it Death Star 1 or Death Star 2? Oh, it's got interceptors. It's Death Star 2. Um, then you've got Django Fett chasing Obi-Wan. Pwang! The most famous noise in all of Star Wars. Apart from <laughs> TIE Fighters, lightsabers. You know what I mean. You've got Poe. What noise po, is that, Rich? Pwang! The seismic charge from... Um... Sounds like we've got a, 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 new, a new swear <laughs> word. <laughs> swear word. <laughs> then you've got Poe jousting a dreadnought. Then you've got Luke in the trench. And then you've got the the one that has got all of the um the finalists country logos on it as well which is beautiful They're absolutely beautiful things um yeah i i'm glad that i'm talking to you louis because i've posted this <laughs> in discords and places like that but they're beautiful things and you are a clever man and you should be lauded from the rooftops for how clever you are uh, i'm jealous of you but in a good way <laughs> i'm guessing mine are in the post so it's all right <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. um, no, it was it was a bit a, again one of those crazy ideas that takes hold and then before I know it I'm like deep down the rabbit hole but basically I thought <clears throat> um, <laughs> I wanted to do something for, for XDC and uh, or I was asked to do something for XDC following the, the metal objectives and I said yeah we should do more objective tokens because no one's got metal objective tokens yet everyone should get them um, and Originally, I wanted to do sort of like planetary things because, you know, we're all the different countries and we wanted to do um, like Tatooine and uh, Endor and things like that. Um, but then I got lost down a rabbit hole and saw a really cool piece of art of um, exactly this, like silhouette spaceships flying through space. And it occurred to me that if I'm going to do five, um, five, five markers for participants and then five extra markers for the finalists that's 10 markers if i knock one off to put logos on there i can do nine there are nine movies i can do nine space battles and off i went and oh, then it was amazing. 
picking out like, which battles and how to depict them and it, it was quite fun like the creative process of, of making them was was quite enjoyable um but it was a bit of a bit of an over investment in effort if, if... <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's worth it for the response that you're getting you know because the other thing to point out is that the the xtc markers that people um one for participating were also available to people to buy as part of a fundraiser for the Ukraine. Um, do you want to talk a bit about that? And don't forget to mention just how much stupid amounts of money you've raised for that really good cause. Yeah. So um, I think it kind of started with, you know, when XTC happened, there were fewer teams this year for a number of reasons. Some people didn't like the transition to 2.5. People are coming back into uh, real life and don't have time for that kind of thing. Lots of reasons why we had fewer teams. Uh, but it did occur to us as, as sort of a community that there was one team that, whether they wanted to or not, were simply not going to make it. And that was Team Ukraine um, for, for reasons we all know about. And we we felt bad about that. We, we know Team Ukraine. We know the captain of Team Ukraine. We're friends with them. Um, and we said we want to do something for them. So um, I sort of put it to the captains and said, hey, you know, the, these prizes were originally going to be exclusive to XTC participants. Um, what if we open it up for the public to buy, because they're nice and people might want them um, to support Ukraine. Um, so we did. And I had to order an extra set because um, it was very popular. I think we, we've now raised over two and a half thousand euros um, for for various wow. Ukraine, um, <laughs> funds. It's more than I thought it was. I was talking about it being ridiculous. That's more than I, that's like double what I thought it was. It's it's kind of nuts. It's it's kind of taken a life of its own, which is which is great. But also, um, I've got a stack of like 150 envelopes next to me, which mm -hmm. I still need to pack and send. Um, which which I'm in the process of doing. So if anyone out there is waiting for their Ukraine fundraiser tokens uh, and listening to me, I'm sorry, I haven't got them out to you yet. They are on the way. Um, I'm literally going to start posting them out this week. Um, but they should be with you soon. But that was super popular. And I'm quite glad because, like I said, the, the designs, I, obviously I made them. Um, but I, I quite like what the what the result was. I think they're, they're really nice. Um, make a nice collection. Um, and like I said, I... <laughs> Oh, way over invested in the scope of what I was asked to do and the more people that can enjoy the fruits of that labor the the better I mean well it's it's funny because you you know you talk about that one but then you've also done your um your holocron ones as well which you know a bunch of people have have bought um and they come like closed and and I was looking at them and I was thinking they'd be a brilliant prize for the Sith Taker Open because I've, I've bought holocrons from Galaxy's Edge to give to the winner this year um, in February. And I was thinking, yeah, because then I can get those sets of template tokens and things. And now I'm like, oh, but loads of people are using these really thin objective markers as prizes for everything now. So it's like everybody's going to have them. And it's like, do we want to give them another set? And will they actually be valuable? I don't know. Um, I'm thinking about it still. But it's just, yeah, it's, they're, they're crazy beautiful. Like, I love the holocron ones. You're, you're very talented artistically. So you should be um, right, rightly proud of what you've achieved um, with <laughs> what you've you. brought to the community as well. It's, it's been awesome. Um, yeah, and again, the, the holocrons was sort of a semi-follow-on from the, the Mando ones and, and the, the 186 when everyone said, do you still have more 186 ones? And rather than send sort of 186 branded stuff all around the world, which I uh, was sort of on the fence about whether I wanted everyone having 186 ones or various sort of 
special and reserved for people who play the one it says we have things like that um so i went out and thought well what's what's a fun alternative that i could put on there and after a fairly long process landed on hey these will be cool if we had like sith holocrons on one side and jedi holocrons on another because i got feedback from a couple of people who said it'd be nice if you had like, red and blue on one side on the other mm-hmm. so you could put them over um, and that just lent quite well to the theme um so yeah so i made those and rather than try and sell them individually to people um i wanted to carry on again supporting the tournament organization um, and and op wherever people needed it and i think metal objective markers were, were really popular among tos um so yeah i i made them available as a kit where i i did put some on etsy but i sold them at quite an expensive price because i didn't really want to spend time packing up sort of five tokens to send to somebody in wherever america mm-hmm. or australia um but if you bought them as a set of sort of 32 sets which is quite a lot of them um the the price of them came right down so they're basically above cost just above cost price uh for me um tiny tiny virtually zero margin if you buy them at, at the massive sort of bulk so, rate hang, um, hang on a minute let me just pause you there are you telling me that these amazing things that you've found a niche in the market for where you could potentially be making quite a nice little beer fund for yourself you're basically doing for cost price for the community uh, for tournament organizers, yes. You, you basically just buy them off Etsy. I make a decent. What, what's it. above legend status here, Liam? Think of a word that's above legend status that we can bestow on this <laughs> on this man. Liam status. Liam st- right? Okay. Mm. There you go. That's harsh. I'm he doesn't very want to be a loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I mean, that's phenomenal because you know it would have been the easiest thing in the world for you to you know stick three quid on and you know. Let let me try again. Uh, I mean, myths are better than legends, aren't they? But he's not a myth because he's real. Uh, We could throw this open to the listenership. No, they don't know what they're on about. Uh, Let me Google it. (laughs) (laughs) Synonyms for legend. busy for a little bit um (laughs) i think that again that really tickled me (laughs) so go on to to support you know x-wing and and x-wing and in whatever form people are trying to play whether you're whether you're sticking to 2.0 you know or or whether you're playing 2.5 obviously if you're playing 2.0 you don't really need objective uh markers though they can double up as the the mando commandos if if you i've got it so we can go with heroic or fabled. I like fabled. fabled. I like fabled. Fabled. There we go. Also an excellent computer game. I was Wrong. Just... <laughs> Sorry, we keep interrupting you to tell you how wonderful you are, Louis. Please, please do carry on. That's very kind. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what I was talking about now. Something to do uh, with... Uh, doubling uh, them up as Mando Commandos. Yes, that's right. So, so people who are playing 2 can do it. But again, the point was very much about how do we keep... Uh, people playing in-person X-Wing and turning up to events and keeping helping tournament organizers host events. I think that's that's what keeps grassroots X-Wings alive and that's what keeps X-Wing sort of popular uh, and thriving around the world. So the more we can do to help that, the better. Um, yeah. Which kind of leads to the Yavin kit, which I then um, volunteered myself to do because uh, it was too tempting. Again, I'm one of the people who, who loves a good rabbit hole, and when an idea gets in my head, it doesn't leave. <laughs> um, 
and Yavin actually, you know, credit to Oli Potner, we're talking about him. Yavin actually started off as objective markers. And he said, don't you think you've done enough objective markers? I said, probably. And he was showing off his TTS uh, dial covers that he'd made. I don't know if you guys have seen them or, or, or played him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he made some custom um, dial covers on TTS for, for his squad, just by messing around with the, uh, the files on TTS. Um, and it could, kind of planted an idea in my head. It's like, what if I did all the pilots for Battle of Yavin, because there are 20 of them, uh, on dial covers? And sure enough, that kind of started working out, found some art, uh, put them on dial covers, and then called up Kogo2 and said, Michaela, mm-hmm. um, any chance you can print for me like 1,500 Kog, um, Kogo2 dial covers um, across 20 different designs, please? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she didn't even bat an eye there to say, yep, of course, off we go. I think it only took her a week to do it as well, which was quite a Yeah, we, we use them for everything because they're Manchester-based, um, and we've used them before they had their fancy printing equipment, and now they've got their fancy printing equipment. It, it, it just comes even better, um, and they are really, really you know, good. Like, if you find a blemish or a fault or something in it before you take it off them, they apologize profusely and immediately reprint it. Um, and John is really good with graphics. If you're not good, you just kind of say, I kind of want something a bit like this. And he goes, yep, no worries, and produces something amazing. So, you know, it's it's really good. Um, just looking at the thing, and something I didn't realize before is that as well as the kit coming with 20 dial covers, it also comes with five objective markers per player. And it's designed for how many players the kit? Um, well, depending on which kit you want to buy and what quantities, up to 32. Okay, so basically, if you want these thin things, convince your local TO to buy one of these kits. Everybody will win some sort of dial covers, depending on how well you do, um, because you get common ones for all participants, uncommon ones for kind of top cut people, and rare for winners and top placements. So rare ones being Vader, Luke, um, people like that. Um, uncommon, your backstabbers, your molar missiles, and your big stark lighters, and your commons being pop. I don't know who these people are. Sigma four, five, six, and seven. Dexterity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the commons. Yeah, but we. I mean, we've had um, dial covers printed by Cog before, with just like Sith Taker our logo on the back of them, and that's it. Um, or with like a color band around them, so that you can uh, like assign them to a ship ship mark color or something. Um, and people have always looked at them and gone, they look really nice. And it's just a, it's just a piece of three mil acrylic, isn't it? Basically, in a dial cover shape with a hole in the middle. So all you're doing is replacing the cardboard back for your dial with one of these awesome printed things. So um, they look really good. They are really, really beautiful things. So. Yeah, and that that's again just just the idea. Which, if you're a TO and you want to run something that's Battle of Yavin themed, and you want to help your local store sell sell some more product um, when when they launch, so people come in, get excited about playing Luke versus Vader, uh, buy a Battle of Yavin kit, and they can have these themed dials to to put down next to it and say, hey, I can put a Luke Skywalker dial right down on top of my Luke Skywalker pilot or my Sigma Four. Um, I mean, in my head, that's how I want it to work, and hopefully, people feel like that's that's something they're excited about. And and if they are, then then great. It helps uh, helps people helps give people a reason to go. Might have to go for a thirty player kit for the Sith Taker Open Day too, because we're, I think should, we're I running should a team by the um, the objective markers that come with those kits. So they're actually made from card. Not oh, they card ones. You were uh, hoping they were all metal. 
Uh, no, these, these are a lot cheaper made of card. Um, they're, they're 350 grams per square meter cards. So it's basically the same stuff that your pilot and upgrade cards are made of. Okay. Um, so, so they're fairly robust. And as long as you don't mistreat them, they'll, they'll, they'll hold together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they're cut and ready and they've got a, a fun sort of um, targeting computer design, the, the Rebel side on, on one side and the Imperial targeting computer, Darth Vader's targeting computer on the other side. Um, with the yeah, boring yeah, old yeah. Orobesh taken off and it says pew, pew, pew instead. Yeah, I, was, I sat there for a while thinking, what numbers do I put on there that's going to be cool and mean something for, for you know, the, the rebel one that counts down all the numbers? Like, what number do I want to put in there? And I couldn't think of anything, so in the end I just put pew, pew, and I thought, yep, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, it works. <laughs> it works beautifully. It, it um, yeah, and again, that's that's just to make sure that if, if you have any newbies who come along, buy a core set, realize that they need objective tokens, and be like, well, what do I do? Instead of someone saying, well, you go to this PDF and you print it out and you cut it out and you hope it's the right size, it's just easier to say, here's a bunch. Uh, they cost next to nothing. Have them. And that was that was the plan, to include them in all the kits so that uh, whenever someone ran an event, if newbies came by or someone just stopped to take a look, they could get objective tokens um, with, with minimum fast. Yeah, yeah. It's a really um, good idea. Yeah, which leads to my next plug. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're going to be here all night. Uh, which is, I then had people asking about those individually and said, you know, can I just get some of those? And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to offer them to anyone for free. Um, so that's what I've posted in various channels and Funwalks helping me to spread the word. If anyone anywhere in the world needs objective tokens, um, they they've just get in touch with me, give me an address, and I'll put them in the post for you. If you're able to give me two pounds to cover the postage, that's great. If not, I don't really care. Um, as many as you need, I'll put them in an envelope and send them to you. So that's, that's my 200. Point. Stat. Okay. <laughs> okay, if you can give me a reason why you need 200, I'll send you 200. I need to give them to... Starving people. children. <laughs> so yep. they know that. So, so here's, the, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Like... I'm sure that if you wanted 200, Liam, Louis would send you the files so you could go to your local print shop and get 200 printed off. That would you have to make sure they know how to cut it as well. That's, that's a challenge. That's true. And Liam can't use scissors because he's not allowed them by his care. No. If things require scissors, I've got to chew it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's fantastic. That was my, my next thing on my list of things to ask you about was... Um, was about the, uh, the 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 paper thing because I was a bit like, wait, what are these? Um, and I don't know what 350 GSM means. So you've described it perfectly with the same. Yeah, if you pick up your, your pilot card, you look at your pilot card, and if you cut it out in the shape of an objective token, um, use one of your proton torpedoes because everyone's got too many proton torpedoes. Then then that's basically what you have. That's exactly the same thing. Um, it's it's just a piece of paper, card paper, uh, slightly glossy and with a bit of art cut out in the shape of an objective token mm-hmm. so they cost then, me pennies to get printed and therefore i'm like if anyone anywhere in the world wants them just tell me i will send you some fantastic um and then i think the last thing to talk about with your recent endeavors uh, on behalf of the on for the community oh you're involved with the isoplane initiative as well aren't you oh goodness yes um, forgot about that one. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have too so, many things going on. Plus, I'm so the, I, the isoplane in a month and thinking, well, what do I do for that? 
while you have a breath, the Isoplane Initiative is a thing we've talked about before. It is, um, there's a guy called Isofin who watches Twitch. He's called, um, oh, he won an event. It's Daniel, Daniel Lim. 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 And he is a really generous guy. He's got a well-paid job. No idea what it is, but he donates so much money to different community organizations like GSP, Hexiled. Um, basically, if you run a Twitch stream there's a, and he watches it, he'll just dump a whole load of subs on you. Um, you know, he's, he's really, really good for the community. And basically, he realized that there was a lot of people not going to be able to make it to Worlds because of, of travel costs, um, with it being, you know, around Adepticon um, in America. And he was like, I want as many people as possible who can go to Worlds and who have earned a place at Worlds. So if you've got an invite, but you're not able to attend because of the, the associated costs, basically say, you know, you can come and, and I'll sort you out with some money for your flights and for some accommodation, you know, I'll pay some money towards it um, sort of thing. Um, he set a budget. Um, he got a lawyer involved who's Connor, who's been on here as well. Um, a few other people basically, so that it was all square and above board. Um, and that's going off at the moment. Um, I know Liam, you've, um, you applied and. I did, but uh, I think Connor was like, oh, Liam's applied. Let me take this in a different direction. And then yeah. decided to look after me himself. He's done, so done I, something different for you. Yeah, uh, which I was greatly appreciative of. But like this isoplane initiative is insane. Yeah. But so, it's, but... it's good for Go the game by, yeah. by all standards. And to have people in the community that do that is unreal. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It It kind of shows that the community hasn't, died or frittered away it's kind of grown and it's going from strength to strength even through covid and pandemics and everybody having to be online and not being able to meet up in person while a lot of people have dropped away the community itself is still thriving all that said you've had a chance to have a breath louis how are you involved with the isoplane initiative what's been going on there um so oh where to stop um because i was chatting with fun walk and he mentioned that iso had um decided to do this off the back of <laughs> what was a bit of a jest from fun what originally said on i think on the twitch stream he said you know what you should just buy a plane for everyone in europe to fly over to the world uh, so fun what then looked up the cost of actually chartering a flight and that was a bit stupid so iso then said well actually i've got a budget in mind which i will put aside to fund people to pay for their flights and accommodation if they need it uh, to go to world and I said, well, that's super generous of you. How do we help? Um, which one thing led to another, led to more objective markers being cooked up, uh, this time with a few little logos on them. Um, so we we put um, we created a logo for the ISO plane initiative, just for a bit of fun. Uh, it's a medium transport that's zooming into hyperspace, sort of representing the, the, the transportation element of it. Um, and my version of a World's 23 crest, based obviously on the World's 2019 crest, which I don't know if AMG are going to use, but it looked nice, so we use that. Um, we picked three colors, which are blue, yellow, and purple, so you could use them as shield, uh, charge, or force tokens if you wanted to as well, with red on the back. Um, and then the last two tokens were um, sort of shout-outs to two of the podcast slash Twitch channels who are, who are quite active in helping ISO, so, so they know him quite well. Um, that's Hexiled and GSB, Gold Squadron. So mm -hmm. we use their logos, we put them on the on the, the other side of the 
um, objective markers and, and that made a set of five. So those are now for sale um, at 15 either dollars, euros or pounds as, as you like. We, we're not too fussed. Um, and my PayPal account is set up to take any of those and then obviously they then get distributed in dollars to US people, uh, euros to European people and pounds to British people as necessary um, when, when we're all said and done. So those are again available for sale now and go go take a look. If you like them, go ahead and buy them. So this is a way to raise more funds for the Isoplane initiative basically so that more people exactly, can be supported yeah. or, or the same number of people can be supported more. Um, depending yeah, on, on it, how it, many people end up being pitched into it. Exactly. So, so ISO started off with a, a budget in mind, which um, no matter how big that is, is, is obviously always going to come against limits on, on how many people we can bring. And, you know, some people will need full sponsorship. Some people only need a little bit, but it's, you know, you, you want to bring as many people as you can. Um, and Connor did the thing for, for Liam, which was fantastic. Um, and this will also add a little bit more to the pool um, if, if all goes well, you know, pre-ordered um, 100 sets. So if those sell out, I'm going to have to look into ordering another set. But that's that's easily another sort of 1,500 pounds, euros, dollars um, added to the pool to, to help somebody get to Worlds. Fantastic. So yeah, um, uh, and these are all for sale at your website, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a link to that. It, it all runs through PayPal. I'm not particularly sophisticated on trying to set this up. Um, I probably should set up a Shopify, but it's too much effort. So <laughs> it kind of just runs off a Google Sites, which I set up as a bit of a laugh um, and now handles all of this stuff. So if you go to putini.com, which is P-E-W-T-I-N-N-I.com, and Tim will link it in the show notes, um, then you can find links to um, Putini Parts, which is um all sorts of bits and pieces um then there's also links to things like the isoplane initiative the free objective markers for the, the paper ones holocron objective markers if they come back into stock um this is the way the ukraine fundraiser all sorts of things um basically if you message louis um via that site um then he can respond to you and kind of availability is all shown on there as well so um it's it's a pretty comprehensive um in terms of the the products that you're you're creating and producing and that you've got for sale including loads of bits and bobs <gasps> sith taker open 2022 lightsaber five straight as well on there nice little picture here are all the things i've gathered <laughs> let's do some yeah, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to trade it away you know <laughs> <laughs> horrible horrible and those, Anna, those lovely Anakin Skywalker surprise. Force tokens. Oh, a few nice bits on there. <clears throat> so, yeah, there we go. That's. Um, have you got any more plugs that you want to plug? Is there anything I've missed out on? Uh, I should have made a list before I came on, shouldn't I? That's, <laughs> I mean, that's probably it. People are bored of hearing about me now. So. Um, <laughs> go to the website, buy some stuff, support a good cause. Otherwise, go play a Tell your TO to buy some stuff. Do more. Do more X-wing. Uh, can I just ask what that website is again? Because I keep trying to find it, and I keep getting linked to Portini, which is accessories for pets. Pew pew, <laughs> as in P E W. T I N I. T I N N I. Putini. P E W T I N N I dot com. Did you end up buying something for Barbara instead of for you? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> right, I'll probably, 
I'm probably going to get Sean to get us some of those um, dial covers for the Cystic Robin for the day two team tournament because it'll save me from having to have an imagination or any, you know, creative brilliance, um, which is what we did last year. I recall we used the Mandalorian kit for day two as well. <laughs> um, so just keep it up, Louis, one a year. I'm just around the time <laughs> of the Cystic Robin. I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got. I, I'm kind of it's it's both great and a little bit scary that AMG have got so many um products on on the horizon. The the hot shots is quite exciting. Uh, I, yes. I think you guys talked about it already. So uh thoroughly stoked for that. Planning to do a, a mini kit for for that if I can. Um, and then Battle of Coruscant is going to come out, and I'm thinking I need to do a mini kit for that. And I'm just going to flood the market with TO kit stuff and probably end up with way too much stock, which is going to sit in my room and think, oops, but never mind. <laughs> do, you, do you need more ideas? I've got loads. Oh, God. Yeah, but sure. every idea Liam uh, every idea Liam has starts with the word CAD, ends with the word Bane, and talks about dreamy red eyes. So, Actually, well, I came up with a good idea. It is an upgrade on Shirtech, but I did... <laughs> I did apply some mild inspiration when it came to the Black Vader cards, so he did. I'll take that. Due credit. It's the only useful thing I've done. But... In your entire life. Oh, correct. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk a bit about... Um... Well, first of all, thank you very much, Louis. I just want to reiterate that you've achieved legend status. Um, with yeah, like, I, 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 I thought that you were fabled fabled legend everything um because i thought that you know you were having a little beer and spaceships fund going on here and finding out that you're basically doing it all at cost or free um and offering to send things out to people for free is just phenomenal and it's, it's blown me away to be honest i'm quite emotional here um so yeah it's when you do this that you realize how much postage can can quite quickly rack up in cost <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, sad, I'm, I'm gonna so, have to apply to the uh the isoplane myself at this point <laughs> so what, what he's saying is that two quid that he said he's not really bothered about if you could do that two quid that would be helpful <laughs> <laughs> okay cool um we're going to talk a little bit about the St. Lawrence Open, which was a world qualifier that was held in Montreal, which is in Canada, um, for anybody that doesn't know world geography. Um, so it was a um, it, it was a, a relatively big event, but it was a bit of an odd one in terms of format. Um, so they had, uh, I think it was uh, 50 players-ish, something like that, something in around 50, 42 players. Um, but they had a, a venue challenge, which meant that they could get a free venue, but only for one day. So they, instead of running five with a cut to eight or five rounds with a cut to eight or, you know, six rounds with a cut to whatever, they ran four rounds with a cut to four, um, which meant that the Swiss players kind of were people who went two four and O's and two three and ones. Um, and there was a lot of players who kind of may have made cut if they'd played a fifth round because they, you know, submarined and their strength of schedule was bad or whatever. But um, anyway, um, so yeah, they, they had uh, four relatively, I'm going to say, well-known um, X-Wing players uh, made the cut. So starting with the uh king of swiss i think yeah he also wonder uh oh yeah he did he, he uh, i was i was going to start at four which said he was swiss first but he obviously 
wasn't because he went three and one. So uh, it was Jean Francois Gaudreau. Gaudreau. Yeah, I'm proper farmer in these now. Um, <laughs> so he uh, was flying uh, Galactic Republic. So um, Louis, I know you're a, a big fan of the Galactic Republic, the Jedi list. So he's got um, Lat Hound, of course, uh, with Anakin Skywalker in the seven B. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi in the Delta Seven with CLT and Contrail. Uh, he's got a, I'd, I'd say weird. Um, it doesn't include Satine um, Hound build, so he's got the, um, Seath. It's a classic Duncan Howard, isn't it? Yeah, he's got. I was about to say it looks like the Duncan Howard list. Is it? Is it the exact one? Is it? Uh, not. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But the, the Corky three PO uh, combo is is Duncan Howard. At Corky 3PO, Agile Gunner, 7th Fleet Gunner, Synchronized Console on the lat. And then Shield Upgrade, R4P17, Crackshot on Anakin. Elusive R2-D2 on Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Control with Crackshot, R7A7. Delayed Fuses, Besh and Proton Bombs. So, have you been have you been running any of these horrible lat combos? Uh, me? Yeah. Um, I, I did have a Yoda lat when I went to uh, Nationals. Yeah. Um... I mean, it's it's impossible to build a competitive republic list without starting with the lat right now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and the 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 power they can lend to the list with simply gunner and the rerolls are are insane. I think I went I went to um when I was at nationals, I beat Ben uh, <laughs> and lost very narrowly to Tim because I decided to joust him and he his lat survived my onslaught um with one health, which um. Then lost me the game because he hit back with everything and it was quite painful. But I I achieved my my going in objective, which was to PS kill Wedge before he could take a torpedo into into one of my guys, which I did because <laughs> I had three Jedi with um, heightened perceptions. So I shot that right. Wedge at I seven and wiped him out. Off and the table tiredness definitely oh. got the better of me because I didn't barrel all out of a crack shot. But then, you'd have not had, but then you'd have not had a token. <sighs> yeah, so, so I mean, it's it's a super competitive oh. list. We, we know it. Um, I think the when when you have a lat and then some Jedi, fill it in with a contrail. Um, you're you're pretty much in in a solid place. Yeah, I don't know if this solid. is exactly the same as Duncan Howard's. The, the lat, I think, is uh, whether he's tweet the the Obian and Anakin. I think there, I on his Anakin, he's got Chopper. Mm. Uh, you know, he had a shield upgrade because he had the seven health Anakin. No, he I mean, a... Duncan Howard had Chopper. Yeah, no, I thought Duncan had the shield upgrade. He might no, not have Yeah, he definitely had um, Chopper. Okay, but they, oh, he did, yeah. and But he also had crack shots on all of his ships that he could take them on, was the other thing. So, yeah. Uh, he Daredevil as well somewhere. Oh, Possibly oh. being on Anakin, I can't remember now. I think he had crack shots on everybody, so he probably had Daredevil on Obi. Maybe I can't remember. I can't can't remember. We can look it up, but not right now. Um, so <laughs> th- that was uh, Jean Francois who came s- uh, fourth. Um, Sebastien Demers. I find uh, heard an interesting story from Cam Murray um, <laughs> about about Sebastian. He brought a hundred Canadian dollars in cash in an envelope to the event. That's like four English pounds, which is a lot of money in Canada. <laughs> 
don't don't joke about our economy at the moment. I, I know. I don't even know the translation rate. <laughs> so, uh, but he brought a hundred a hundred Canadian dollars to the event, and he basically put it on on a table and said, "If anybody beats one of the XTC players here who wasn't an XTC player themselves, they can have this money." The first person to do it. So, I yeah, it was whoever beat the most. Oh, whoever beat them. Yeah, it was whoever beat the most. Um, so he had um, you had Cam. Um, and we'll we'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, Brendan Os Osman Damon as well, and a uh, bunch of the other Canadian players. Um, XTC Andrew players. Oler. Anyway, Andrew, Andrew Oler. Oler. Yeah, and anyway, long story short, the only non XTC player at the event to beat an XTC player at the event was Sebastian, who brought the money. So he got to take it home again. Um, so. Uh, um, should have to donate to charities the only way. <laughs> he should donate it to Louis. That's what he should donate it to Louis to pay for the postage for all of these objective <laughs> tokens that are being sent out. Um, think about that. Cam, uh, Cam reached out to me because I was doing the XTC prizes and he said, mm -hmm. what, what would it take to do a, a challenge coin for Team Canada? And I was like, um, please don't ask me to do that. I've got so many things to do already. Uh, but but then he, he wanted to throw quite a lot of money at me. And I said, well, if it means that much to you, then okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> Cam loves the coins. He really does <laughs> like the coins. He's got yeah, a collection so, of um, all the coins, I think. He does. But, he, he, yeah. he made sure to go and measure them and say how, how big exactly he wanted his Team Canada coins. <laughs> um, so so that's that's getting made up now. You'll, you'll probably see pictures of that floating around at some point. Oh. Looking forward to seeing that when it turns up. Because did you do the um, the coins for the XTC team in twenty twenty one as well? The Malaysian one. Uh, the Malaysian one, yeah. Yeah. If that's the one you're talking about. Yeah, I saw that and saw that looked really pretty. Yeah, that's, um, that's my team, so I made them for the guys. Oh, so jealous. I might I might have to pretend I'm Malaysian next year instead of Irish. <laughs> Well, this year we did we did again objective tokens. I think I've done objective tokens to death now. I don't I don't want to look at another. <laughs> but I I put Hondo on our objective tokens this year. Yeah, uh, because we we took a squad of five five squads all with Hondo crew in them. Yeah, I know. I, was, was... I laughed because I was the other Hondo in the tournament. It was yeah, there were six was Hondos it. and it was Malaysia plus me. Yeah, that was our <laughs> meme for the tournament. If if we know we're not really going to get out of the group, we don't have a real chance of getting out of the group. Uh, we may as well have a bit of fun. So we, we created Team Hondo. I loved it. I loved it. Um, so in third place, Sebastian Demers. He was doing uh, Separatists. Uh, so... Before we do that, sorry. Um, I don't know, Tim, yeah. if you want to fix this. But uh, interesting anecdote to go with that um, is actually when Ryan Farmer on, on Fly Better was doing a, a breakdown of the XTC lists. He, he saw Hondo on a decimator, and he thought it was some kind of super big brain play to upgrade from <laughs> Admiral Sloan. And he's like, I wonder what they're going to do, because you can't bring Sloan anymore. They've gone for Hondo, which is some kind of super clever big brain play. I was like, Ryan, look at all our other squads. <laughs> it's, it's a meme, but OK. Read in context. Read the whole. Don't, don't focus on the individual. Um, it's good. Um, Yes, yeah, Sebastian. Um, still laughing about that now. It's going to tickle me all day. Um, Django Fett in a fire spray uh, with a notorious Count Dooku, Proxmines, False Transponder Code, Slave on Boba Fett. Um, General Grievous in standard Grievous build. Uh, Cad Bane with Crackshot, HLC, Iron Cannon, 
an eye on bombs and DFS 81, who I think is the one who can do free evades, maybe, uh, with Discord missiles and grappling struts and independent calculations. He's the one that is two points and fits with the other three people. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's a two-pointer, but he's got an ability that's something like he can drop crits down to hits or something like that, yeah. um, which means he's a bit tasty for salvage mission um, and a few of the other bits and bobs. Um, it's a fairly solid four-ship. I think we've seen this list do well before as well, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, and it is good. I'm wondering who keeps dropping out. It's um, Louis. Is it Louis? Okay. Um, and then in second, we had Cam, uh, Cam Murray. Uh, we just mentioned him before. So he was flying three big scum ships. So two, Boba Fett. Two big. Oh, two big and one small, yeah. So <laughs> Boba Fett, Rook cast in the gauntlet. So Boba in a fire spray with a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Rook in a gauntlet with a whole bunch of stuff. And then Kane and Jarrus with Maul. Um, so leaning heavily here into, I've got a nine point ship, a seven point ship. They've both got two greens and lots of health. Um, and you're going to be rolling one dice less anytime you shoot at any of them. Cam um, also uh, very much loves Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, if I remember rightly, I'm sure he brought it to Worlds when me and Tim were there. Yeah. So, I mean, this Boba Fett has got Chaff, Fearless, Cybernetics, Marauder for rerolls out the back at Ahsoka uh, for force and focus things for other ships if, if he feels like it um, and veteran tail gunner for double taps occasionally uh, I've Kanan... actually been using that Boba Fett it is really good yeah it looks it like, it looks it there's just re-rolls coming out of your ears and it's, <laughs> it's really nice when you get to trigger the the re-rolls and get all your Boba Fett re-rolls um, out of both shots as well it's great yeah it's rude. Super aggressive. It's to be honest, I've I've been flying a very similar list to this, except using another uh, fire spray. Yeah, and it's just a very aggressive list, which is the way Cam likes to play. Yeah, and I mean, Rootcast does huge amounts of damage. Um, yeah, and then this one with Notorious plus the Mandalorian for a white reinforce and the child. So if you're not shooting at him, he's getting forced back anyway. Um, veteran tail gunner, drop seat bay, contraband cybernetics, and swivel wing. So. Um, a really big, hard to kill, two two really hard to kill ships, basically, and they both um, hit really hard as well. Yeah, absolute absolute punchers, and they'll just fly in, no fear, as long as Kanan's got them just on the edge of range three, he can be out of, he can be just out of the fight, um, while they're punching away. So it's it's a bit crazy that they can do that I, stuff. I'm surprised we don't see more of that gauntlet because his ability is just nonsense. Like, it's just, just changing a blank dice to a hit is is really good. <laughs> I think I think the best way to describe that root cast is that you roll some dice and then you do some mods and then you turn all of your dice to hits. It's a bit like Vader Defender, isn't it? Just like this this attack does three hits. You know it's going to yeah. get three hits. I might have to flip three force tokens, but this attack does three hits. Or I might have to flip two force tokens, or whatever. But it's yeah, it like I think the only way it doesn't is if he double blanks. Yeah, on three dice, as if two blanks on three dice, and he doesn't do three hits, but any other combination, and it's just three hits. So, and even then, Notorious can often allow him to re-roll one of those. Um, so, yeah. So Cam came second, and the winner was Brendan Osman Damon, um, who flew a six-ship resistance uh, combo, which is similar to things I've tried 
to use in the last couple of weeks. Um, but basically, um, pull from Wish, six-point commander pull um, <laughs> with Crackshot and Proton Torpedoes, three three-point Y-Wings, um, and then BB-8 with Chewbacca and Finn with Perceptive Co-Pilot and Heroic and also Predator. Um, proton bombs uh, all over the place, ion turrets all over the place, um, token passing with the L4ER5 droid and a weird Kaiser and Ali build that basically allows her to, him, sorry, to jump over um, obstacles and then shoot off them because of having Tear from Belly Run and the R5X3 droid. So twice you can just go onto an asteroid without taking damage from it and then shoot off it. So um makes people go, oh, wait, you're there? Um, a couple of times. So, um, And I know that Brendan had a play-in. They were both 3-0, and and he had a play-in with Andrew Oler, who we mentioned before, who's basically flying the mirror. Um, so his BB-8 had Han Solo on a targeting computer rather than Chewbacca, but otherwise the two lists were identical. Um, so... Um, whoever had uh, who whoever won that game basically top twist. Um, although they did figure out after all was said and done that if Andrew had won, he'd have come first, and Brendan would have got into the three and ones as cut, um, and would have bumped Jean Francois out. Um, but obviously they didn't know that while they were playing, so uh, they were both playing to win to get uh, King of Swiss uh, in a weird cut scenario. So um, yeah, it, this this is a really strong resistance list. It's incredible. Um, and Brendan is a very, uh, very good pilot as well. So well done to him, and he has won his world invite plus travel and accommodation. Yep. So. Yeah, congratulations. I always like when Brendan does well because he always sells himself short. Yeah. So it's, it's nice for him to to do well. Yeah, very solid player. Yeah, he's That's really good. good as well. But yeah. Cool. It's a tactic at this point, isn't it? Well, being good. I mean, no, just selling yourself short because that's how I got so far in Kyber the once. I just got everyone to bet against me when it made sense to, and it I worked. Ju- I just thought you cheated like you usually do. <laughs> I only that's cheat well. by stealing the hearts of the thousands. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, um, just looking down the rest of the kind of the lists and stuff, and there's a you know, it, it hasn't been a, a weird kind of suboptimal janky meta where it's all gone a bit weird, like odd. It's kind of top tier lists, you know, top to bottom looking at it. You know, it's it's not been a it's not been kind of a, a weird kind of oh look at all these people who've done well with their strange stuff event. It's been yeah, proper proper hardcore looking at it. So but anyway, right, that's that one done. Shout out as well to it. Looked like Devon ran it. So he was one of the guys who we hung out with at Worlds. Cool. I don't think he plays anymore. Well, if we give him a shout out, he might listen and he might go, do you know what? I might pick up my spaceships. (laughs) I know, but at least Brendan will listen to this, so he'll tell him. (laughs) It's true. It's true. I um so things that we've got coming up, um, over the next uh, couple of months, um, Sith Taker Squadrons, the team event, um, I think we're now up to something like eight or nine teams. Um, so uh, if your teams want to get involved, it's at Borden Brum 
on the weekend of the 11th of November. Tim's going to jump in if I get it wrong, um, but I think that's right. Um, so I think you can find your way there, Liam. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Luckily, Ollie's staying with me. So he'll just be um, find the venue. Just a pro tip, though. If you want to play in the tournament, turn up on the 12th of November. Is that on the? Is it the Sunday? No, it's the Saturday. But you, it is the Saturday, the the weekend of the eleventh. You knew what I meant. Fuck, fuck. Um, the the I did have found it, but yeah, the twelfth of November then on the Saturday <laughs> is when the event t- t- actually. T- yeah, is. T- turn turn up on the Friday for a one day tournament. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then uh, and then Tim's also running an event at um, Element Games in Stockport on January as a warm up for the Sith Taker Open. Um, so that's a, uh, a a Spud Guns Spud Guns World Warm Up, but it's called the Wumper Warm Up uh, this time, where Tim gives away all of the prize support that he's won for the last twelve months. Well, um, uh, yeah, the um, the prize pot has been dwindled slightly, so. Instead, uh, I have gone and sourced us uh, Sith Taker score pads. Uh, so the uh, fifty-page uh, score pad that you can track yours and your opponent's scores, uh, what, mission, really what, good, mi- uh, what mission it is, what names, factions, etc. So they will be participation prizes at the Sith Taker Squadrons and at uh, the Wampa Warm Up, and will be available to purchase at the Sith Taker Open. Yes. Great. So that's those. Um, and then also we've obviously got the Sith Taker Open coming up. Uh, I ran through price mm-hmm. support um, last week, so I'm not going to go through it again. Um, but we have now been in touch with Koga 2 and they have agreed and sorted everything out. So we're now basically going to put the order in uh, and start ordering stuff. Um, so Should we're be... getting a bunch of cards made from Vector Squadron as well, which I didn't mention. Uh, Mike Upton, who did our top eight plastic cards that we gave out last year is doing uh, a Cad Bane card for us. We've yet to figure out how we're going to give it out, but it, there's going to be quite a lot of them around and it's going to be either double-sided or two sets um, for, for each of the factions, Scum and Separatist as well. So Throughout the day, anyone who beats Liam can have one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mike's, Mike, Mike's stuff is amazing. He, he <laughs> did some work for um, my Mando kit sort of follow-on cards he did a cad solus and yeah. um he gave me the mando optics to to distribute as well they were fantastic yeah it should be worth to point out that we're at about 60 players for um Tiff Toker open so that's bigger than uh some world's open qualifiers so yeah, yeah oh, well, plenty of pad- plenty of space and more this those pads are amazing they're so cool yeah um yeah they've yeah, come out really well there's some tinkering i'll do for the next print run but um Oh, yeah, very pleased how they've come out. Just, you know, like, like you said before, like, you know, with prize support and stuff, it, sometimes it is just trying to think of new and different things. Um, you know, like, uh, obviously, alt art cards have been done forever, and, and people like them, but there's lots of them around. Um, you've done very well, um, you know, with the objective tokens. Um, and so, yeah, it was just sort of thinking of something different to do. Yeah, they're really useful as well. I think that so many times when... Oh, oh yeah, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I won't. I won't lie. It was Dale Cromwell. I think had uh, a pad that he'd got given at an event, possibly one in America, uh, and I was like, "That's really cool. I'm going to pinch that." <laughs> um. So yeah, that's uh, that's the stuff that's come up. It's also we'll also mention um, Tom Reed. Uh, it's a ticker is running an event at Elysium Games uh, in. Where is it? Pontefract? Yeah. 
And I yes. think that's 8th of January. So uh, the Element Games one's 21st of January and Tom's is 8th of January. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll be sending Tom some stuff. So if you guys want Best Got Tokens, uh, he will have some to give out. How exciting. I've already committed to Tim's event that month and I can only do one. Can <laughs> you can do two if you... Consider one a Christmas present. If I opt to not be married anymore and not get to live in my nice house. Bonus. You'll get half of it. <laughs> oh, eventually. And you won't have to worry about the roof then. Oh, yeah, don't start me on that. <laughs> oh, don't start me on that. I just I just cheered myself up. Um, so, right, um, I think that's us done uh, for today before we start. Um, randomly waffling on any more than we already have so um have you got any last uh shout outs liam uh no apart from board and brum <laughs> big up and the g unit big up g unit uh ben any shout outs uh just a quick shout out to connor for running the fam again fam event again and also g unit uh, and Louie, here's your moment to pull the list out of the inside pocket and say, well, I didn't prepare a speech, but... I didn't. I was I was literally just thinking, why didn't you call on me first so I could be like, oh, no, I haven't thought of anyone. Now you've given me like 30 seconds that I've sat here thinking, who am I supposed to call out? Um, I'll keep it short. I'm just going to call Isofane Iso out because he's gone literally gone crazy in what he wants to do to help people get to Worlds, and it's amazing. And if I can be a tiny little bit of help, that's fantastic contribute my my tiny tiny little bit that's amazing but it's it's all him that's driving it uh and Funwalk, who's been helping to publicize and i don't know where he hangs out but he, he everywhere everywhere he's putting messages and i don't even know where and every time he does my my phone rings with like a little paypal you've received two pounds now you've got to go and post tokens to <laughs> some, some part of the world <laughs> so thanks for that Funwalk. i um, I don't have any particular shout-outs uh, this time around, um, so I'm just going to say goodbye from Liam. Toodles. Goodbye from Ben. Bye. Goodbye from Lewis. Bye-bye. And goodbye from me. Bye. Wicked original Booyaka, booyaka, MP from the dance Booyaka, booyaka, we know